welcome back to a mini episode of Freewheeling. I'm your host, Abby Mickey. So I was doing interviews and recordings for April 6th, the next the next drop of the Freewheeling podcast. And I had an awesome chat with Elisa Longo Borghini, who is an Italian living in Italy, um, 100 kilometers from Milan, and ha- is experiencing everything with coronavirus and COVID-19. She had a lot to say. She was very um, well-spoken in the way that she said what she said. And with the way that everything is moving right now and how quickly the news is changing every day, I was worried that this uh, interview with her would be irrelevant by the time the episode comes out. So I wanted to drop this mini episode for you guys today. It's super short, just a 15 minute chat with me and Aliza. And um, I hope you enjoy it. So I'm back once again for an episode of the Freewheeling Podcast, and I'm here with Elisa Longo Borghini, who is currently in Italy, and you're you're based in northern Italy, so you're kind of in the epicenter of where the worst parts of Italy is. How is that? Yeah, first of all, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm happy to be here and to share my, my experience uh, of being quarantined in Italy. <laughs> uh, I'm living... 100 kilometers northwest from Milan. So my area is a bit, little bit forgotten by God, uh, but still uh, is being affected by the coronavirus that everybody knows. Um, we are locked down since March 8th. Um, so at the, at the beginning, we really didn't realize what, was this coronavirus and people were still thinking that it was just a uh, uh, like harder form of of a flu a normal flu and it was killing only the elders but then all in a sudden we all realized that it was something serious and um, yeah we have to deal with this and uh Sometimes it's harder. Some days are harder than others, yeah. So when it first hit Italy and it hit Milan, you were were you at a race or traveling to a race or a team camp? Because I remember someone, tell, maybe Tom's was telling me that you it was hard for you to get home in the beginning. Um, so I was in Spain uh, from the 16th of February until the 23rd. And then... I came home and got sick. Uh, at first, of course, it was a big panic because the team doctor was asking me which symptoms I had and stuff like that because he was actually uh, thinking about the coronavirus because there was already um, corona going going around. But I had only a normal flu. And um, firstly, I was supposed to, to race Estrade and I, w- I, I was uh, ready to go. But then uh, uh, they cancelled it at the very last moment. Uh, then, uh, when we were, when we were locked down the eighth of, of March, uh, I could still travel out of my country with a permission of my uh, of my team. 
but then and I and I had to raise Drente. Uh, but then Italians were not welcome in Holland, so I had to stay home and until the 12 I could still train a lot uh, like around my area outside uh, because it was I had the status of a professional athlete plus I was and I am an, an Olympic athlete so with a certification um, I could um, I could train but every day it got harder and harder because people were getting angry uh, they were trying to drive me over with a car or they were just insulting me because they thought I was an amateur and uh, and yeah I was they were all the time telling me uh, go home fucking cyclist or stuff like that and after some uh, some days also the federation told us that uh, we couldn't train outside so I'm training inside from more than I don't know I lost <laughs> I lost count of how many days more than for sure more than a week more than a week yeah um and every day the situation got worse and worse because every day you could see that from one area coronavirus was spreading to another one and then to another one again and it always came closer and closer until he also hit my small village. And I can tell you that when you see that some people of your village that is really forgotten by God, it's affected by coronavirus, you start to freak out. And it's, it's not really nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, some, it's a very surreal situation, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think a lot of the world, um, especially in the U.S., it's not, it's it, it's really bad here. But where I am in Colorado, it's not really hit. So, kind of similar. Like I know what's going on, but I haven't actually seen it yet. Except that the restaurants are closed. It's really the only uh, only thing. But it's really interesting because because yeah, you 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 don't know that it's as bad as it is until you actually are experiencing it. And I think that's how a lot of people are reacting right now. Um, and, and yeah, I was going to ask you how people reacted to you training outside when you still could, because there's a lot of debate going on about, about training outside and, and riding outside. And for example, in Colorado, we're in lockdown now, but you're still allowed to exercise. So there's a lot of people that are, that never exercise or never, never go outside a lot. They usually go to the gym and all of a sudden there's so many people out on the trails and running and stuff. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this makes me laugh in a very sarcastic way because it's the same that happened in Italy. It's like, for me, when I, when I all, when I am watching to the news and I see all the other countries' reactions. I see the movie. I re-see the movie from Italy. Like people at, the, at first were underestimating everything, and uh, all in a sudden, uh, boys, girls, uh, men, and women that never 
lift their ass up from the sofa were outside exercising. And I'm like, why? Why are you never exercising the entire life? And now because they are asking you to stay 15 days inside your your home because there is an epidemic that are killing that is killing like thousands of persons are you going outside tell me the reason why are you an athlete no are you i don't know do you do you really need to to train or to do some exercises no so just protect the others i think this is really silly this makes me really angry because we we have to understand that if they are asking us to lock to be to be in the house and they are locking us down it's because there is a reason why and the reason is to um the to reduce the um, the number of people that get contag- contagious if i don't know yeah it's only it's only by social distancing that we can do it because the the virus has an highway if if we if we are together because it can, it can jump from one person to another and even exercising with two it's already the it, it it's already like contagion people you know you are already helping the virus and um, it's it's so important to stay alone in this moment to train alone if i i would let the athletes go out alone but i would not let other people go out especially the ones never exercising <laughs> <laughs> yeah tom's um pointed out that one of the one of the issues they had in Spain when uh, Spain went into lockdown and they weren't letting anyone ride bikes or exercise outside was that if they did say, okay, you can go outside, you can exercise, and this is something that I'm seeing now in Colorado, um, there could be a guy who's 60 years old and hasn't ridden a bike in 15, 20 years, takes down his old road bike that doesn't really work and goes out for a ride. And if some, and if he crashes and something goes wrong and he has to go to the hospital, there's just not the capacity to take care of him. And it's just adding to the chaos. And so not even, even with the spread of the virus, when, when you're outside exercising among hundreds of people like I saw um hiking last a couple days ago um there's also the possibility that people who don't exercise at all and are all of a sudden doing it they could get hurt and there's just no room for them yeah exactly also that and that was first first the main reason was the spread of the virus and secondly it was the overloading of uh, the sanitary system because now our um our healthcare system is uh, completely full, and uh, they are trying to to build up new hospitals. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can't we can't actually uh, risk to have people injured that need to to be taken care of, because we have another fight, a, a bigger fight to to fight right now. We have a battle to fight, and that's coronavirus. And we can't afford to have people hurted because they they went out after ten years on a bike and they crashed. Yeah, 
How is how is your motivation with training right now with everything else that's going on? Um, it depends. Every, every it depends. I mean, sometimes I um, I wake up and I'm like mm, another day on the rollers, <laughs> but then uh, I just uh, I just tell myself that I'm very lucky. I'm lucky because I uh, I have a good team behind my behind me. Um, and I can still work inside. Meanwhile, people are just losing their work because they are at home and they are getting fired. Uh, I'm healthy. My family is healthy. And, uh, yeah, this gives me motivation. And sometimes when I'm on the rollers, I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking about all those people that are, suffering and there is no rationality behind my my thoughts but I don't know why I think to pedal for them I don't know why but when when sometimes I'm pedaling on the rollers I think that if I finish my training somebody will heal that's really beautiful do you think kind of because everything that's going on the fact that races are canceled and the Olympics are postponed, it, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things? Mm, for my personal side, I think the Olympic, the cancellation of the Olympic Games was uh, the, best, um, the best solution and the wisest, the most wise solution that they could, um, they could take because I was uh, reading something that uh, Shinzo Abe was, uh, was saying, is the president of uh, of Japan and he said that the sport sport needs serenity uh, at the moment the world does not have serenity and um, is the best decision that they could take to postpone the the, the Olympics and um, I think in 2021 we will have a different world and uh, honestly I think the priority now should be the people and not not the sport the sport should take a, a rest and should should take a step a step back and um to wait should wait yeah 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 i definitely agree it's um it's interesting to hear different people's perspective on the olympics and and the postponement and also just that there isn't isn't racing right now um because there is a much bigger, much bigger thing right now that everyone should be focusing on and um, trying to just be with their loved ones and um, do what they can by staying inside. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't see. Yeah, of course, it's a big damage economically uh, because the races are cancelled and. We can't have a proper season, but I'm confident that we will have a start uh, soon, and then we will be able to race and to do our our jobs. And I mean, yeah, the season will will start somehow, some some in some way and some time. But we will still start the season, and I want to be ready to To start the season, and I'm I'm not really really worried. I'm 
I keep myself focused and I do my trainings every day and I, I hope and I pray for my country because that's the only thing that we we can do. It's just it's just what it's just like this. It is what it is. And we have to keep going. We have, we don't have any other choice. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me and for sharing your story. I think it's really um, impactful and I can't wait to cheer you on when the races start up again. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. that was my chat with Elisa Longoborghini. She was so great to talk to. I mean, you can tell she's incredibly eloquent with the way that she speaks and she has a lot of opinions about what's going on right now and the lockdown and exercising outside. And it was a really interesting conversation. So I hope you enjoyed that. Before I go, I just want to thank everybody so much for how you received my Taylor Swift episode. (laughs) It was, sorry, um, the gear ratios episode. It was incredibly fun to make that episode. We did the episode actually back in December, right after Lover came out. So it was a really long time ago that we made that episode and we've kind of been sitting on it, waiting for the right moment to drop it and waiting for the um, podcast audience to be ready for it. And it seems like most people were. <laughs> we didn't get a ton of bad feedback, which I was uh, I was a little bit shocked that we didn't get more angry emails, but hey. In this time, the current climate, um, I was going to do an episode about how everyone was responding to COVID-19 and the chaos and the races being canceled and the Olympics being postponed and all of these things that are going on right now in sport. And it didn't feel to me like something I wanted to talk about. Kaylee has said on the regular podcast and sent a letter to, uh, to everybody that cycling tips is an escape. And I wanted to make an episode that had nothing to do with what's going on because I do believe that everything that's going on is significant and we need to be paying attention and we need to be playing our part. But I also think that we deserve uh, one hour to listen to for adults discuss Taylor Swift and her impact on them and the world. So it was, it was, it just incredible. I'm, I'm a little bit speechless that it even got to see the light of day. And I'm really, really thankful for everybody who, who sent us, um, some positive words about it. So thank you so much. And, uh, we'll be back on April 6th.